0: I think upon your goodness, and your faithfulness each day. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor John Joseph. John Joseph is a pastor, teacher, and an evangelist of this world. He's the father of Real Grace Chapel, a thriving church in the heart of Lagos, Nigeria. Be blessed as you listen to this message. Today is a great day, hallelujah, and I trust the Lord. Thank you, guys. You know, I told uh, Pastor Joe this morning that, you see, um, I realized that our pastors don't know how to dance more than me. And because I have stepped up my dancing skills, I've challenged them that in the, anyone that can dance more than me any Sunday now will always have a gift, a special gift. So I've challenged all the pastors. And between now and next Sunday, anyone that down will get iPhone 12 RS. <laughs> so go and find out. I'm serious. I'm serious. If you can dance more than Mr. Service, let's get to it. <laughs> so get ready because we are becoming children before our God. And we will love playing before our God. It's a real big kingdom, big men cannot emerge if you don't have kingdom play men. Those who play before God are those who emerge as big men before men. Before God, you must learn to play. Before God, you must learn to be a child. Then when you go out there, he will lift you up before all men. He said, if I be lifted up, then I will draw all men to me. So real promotion answers to those who lift him up, who play before him. Then that is where your own promotion will come. If you don't promote him, you cannot be promoted. Whatever a man says, this was the secret of David. He knew this secret. That's why he said, why should I play before God? And look at it, when he kept on playing His throne kept on increasing Until today, the throne of David is still there Because he is the only king that played more The rest are doing big men, your excellency Your royal highness So when they died, their crown their died with them When they died, their throne died with them But the one who left the throne To wear the, the garment of a child And was celebrating the king of God The real promoter himself God said, You your throne will be everlasting throne. So I pray today that we will have the revelation that praise time is playing time, is promotion time. And those who get promoted are those who can really go down. Let them laugh at you. You know, if, if you like to watch, you will watch me tired of this. I'm telling you, I will give you, I will become your PlayStation, I will become your PS4. I will become something for you. But you are watching me. Why I'm playing before him? Watch what happens when we go outside there. And let's see who will get promoted. Laugh at me if you can that I'm playing. Am I not a child? Whatever. I don't care. There is no big man before God. The real one is the one that God makes. And he only makes those who play before him. That's why I'm challenging all our big man pastors now. You have three, between three Sundays now, your iPhone 12 RS is waiting for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let us pray. So we thank you, Father, for the pleasure and the joy of coming into your presence. And there is no way our life can be the same. It is a blessing to sit at your feet, O God. Our Father, God of the universe, Elohim, and our Heavenly Father, Jehovah, Yahweh, 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 Yahweh the ever-loving, the ever-caring God. Thank you, Lord, because today is a privileged day. So many long and wish to see this day, but the privilege was not extended to them. But here we are standing, Lord. We acknowledge that we are here because of your grace. It doesn't matter whatever we ascribe our standing this morning in your house, all to your grace. And we say it is a privilege we do not take for granted. So thank you, Father, that we also have you as our teacher and we can say our God is our father. Not everybody can say God is their father because you are not a father to all. So, Father, thank you because we are here this morning as your children. Now, Father, we humble ourselves. Come and teach us. Open the eyes of our understanding that we may know you more. Take your word that comes from my lips today and let it speak to everybody in the way that they will understand. Grant us understanding and revelation Spirit. Thank you for your spirit that is here to help us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For your intelligence that is made available in this service. And your will will be done. For in Jesus' precious name I have prayed. Amen. Shout amen. amen. Shake your right hand and say I love you Lord. Amen. Oh you see, so, me big man don't shake that left. I said, shake your right hand and say I love you Lord. Lord. Hey, but now you see, your leg is a big leg. So you don't want to shake. I said, shake your right hand. And say, I say your right hand. Oh, and you see, my aunt is saying, my mouth is saying, right hand. But so that you should have known that I mean, when I say that, I mean, shake the two together. Aha. Shake your right hand and your le- right leg as I love you, Lord. Are you excited? You see, every time we are alive is a blessing. And when you are standing, it is a blessing. Some long to be in church this morning, some long to sit today, but they can't. So lift your right hand and your left hand and wave and say, Thank you, Lord. I am blessed to be alive. Hallelujah. Get seated like a royalty. Glory be to God. I'm excited this morning because of the joy of the Holy Ghost. All right. This morning, I'm going to continue... The, the, I heard the interpretation team out there. So now we have the interpretation department now fully in church. I think you should put your hands together for Jesus. So it's a full department now headed by our pastor because we are a mega church. So, you, you get used to it, those of you are at the window, those of you who like to sit by the window, I'm sure you will start moving to this side. <laughs> because every Sunday now, we have people interpreting because God is adding mega, mega people to our royal family. Amen. Now, last Sunday, I told you that before I continue this series, I'll be teaching you On how to pray for finances. How many of you remember that? That I promised that I want to teach you on how to pray for finances. Now, what I'm about to teach you is a principle that works like magic. Permit me to use the word magic. And for those who will take it seriously, this same principle, you can apply it to your business, apply it to your career, apply it to your relationship, apply it to to every aspect of your life. So it's important you know that once you get it right, hey, madam, you are on your way to becoming a millionaire. Your business will become big. Your career will be good. You are going to have your relationship working. Hallelujah. So, I'm going to make it into five important points. Point number one on how to pray for finances is that you must know that God does not withhold good things from his children. God does not withhold good things from his children. Are you with me? So I want you to get that settled in your spirit. That God does not withhold good things from his, what? Children. The Bible says if earthly men knows how to give good things to their children, how much more shall your heavenly father give good things? To them that love him, are you with me? Yes, sir. Matthew chapter seven, verse eleven. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things? them that ask of him. So God loves to give good things to his children. Psalm 84 verse 11. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory no good thing. Somebody say with me no good thing. Say it loud I say, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. And his children are those who walk uprightly. So, no good thing, regardless of the nature. Once the thing is good, the Bible says he will not withhold it. He will not stop it. He will not prevent it from coming to his children. No good thing. I need you to get this settled in your spirit first. So whenever you are praying concerning anything, it may be finances, it may be on how your business will improve, it may be on how you want to get married, it may be on how you want to gain admission to university, it may be on how your business will become big or how they will promote you in your place. As long as that thing is called good and falls under what God calls good, the Bible says God will not withhold it from you. He loves to spoil his children with good things. Hallelujah. So it came down to say that if earthly man knows how to give good things, even though they are evil, sinful men, sinful men, Knows how to give good things to their children. How much more? Sorry, Heavenly Father. And it now says, No good thing. He said, believe God, believe his word. Believe his word because it is God's word. And because God is a God of integrity. When he says no good thing, underline that word, circulates. In your Bible and tell yourself that the God has said He will not withhold any good thing for me. So, if marriage is a good thing, He will not withhold it for you, unless you call it a bad thing yourself. If children is a good thing, He will not withhold it for you. If you want to have many children, God is not stopping you as long as a good thing. If business is a good thing, He will not withhold anything that is good. The Bible said, no good thing will he withhold, told, will he prevent, will he hold back from his children. I thought somebody would be happy this morning to get to know that. No good thing. So when you go back to work or that your business that is giving you concern, stand there right now and laugh and say, now I know that my desire will come to pass in this business because no good thing will go withhold from for me. No good thing will he withhold for me. No good thing. Psalm 34, verse 10. I'm sharing with you God's promise. The first thing that you would know that God does not withhold good things from his children. Psalm 34 verse 10 then it says, The young lions do lack and suffer hunger. But they that seek the Lord shall not want. See, you should underline this one. Shall not be in want of any good thing. They that seek the Lord, the children of God, shall not be in want of any... I'm sure some of you did not know that it's like that. Of any good thing. Shall not be in want... Of any good thing. Get excited. I said get excited. The last time you will be in want of any good thing. Was yesterday. For today you shall never be in want of any good thing. Hey. Somebody with me this morning. Shall not be in want of any. Let me share one secret with you. This scripture I have given to you. Wake up every morning. And meditate on it. Confess it. Confess it. Confess it, it will erase every doubt, and Satan does not want you to begin to confess scriptures like this. Why? Because it will begin to make you relax when you are with God. That whatever it is that is called good thing, all you need to do is just put that thing good thing marriage, good thing business. Just put good. What's it? Eh? Is it good for you? I love it, daddy. Get it's going to spoil you with it. Hallelujah. Teaching you how to pray for finances now. Psalm 35, verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor my righteous cause. Yea, Let them say continually. Let the Lord be magnified. Which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. In the prosperity of his children, God had pleasure in seeing that you are, prosper. So, finances is part of the good thing. Is money a bad thing? Is finances a bad thing? This morning, I told my wife. Say, we are, my wife was when we when we had a lot of people. I carried about in my car. We were. I realized that now I carry more people to church on Sunday. So I, saw, I said, Daddy, we need a new car so and, um, this time around we need SUV so I told myself I'm going to go for that good thing so I told daddy we are getting an SUV all I need you see, listen, listen the son of our president do you think a car can be his problem say to yourself car is never my problem say car is not a big deal anymore no, Until you begin to believe it, you can't have it. Think bigger than Buhari's son. Think bigger than Dangote's daughter. Think big. You see, the battlefield like I shared with you on Wednesday, those of you who missed Wednesday 7, is that the battlefield is the mind. Perception. How you see yourself. And how you see yourself determines how you carry yourself. If you see yourself as a nobody, when you, when you ought not to say please, you will say please then. If you see yourself as a nobody, where you ought not to beg, you will beg there. One of the people I like to go out with is somebody like Pastor Gabriel. You know, even I, I, you can learn anything from anybody. One of, if there is anything you learn from Pastor Gabriel is learn the confidence level. I love him for confidence. And he's working for him many, many times. It was the confidence level that made me send him to the police academy. Say, oh boy, you need to go and at least go and get a degree with the police. Because Pastor Gabriel We get to any junction on this, in this world, stand there and say, oh boy, move. And people will move. I'm telling you. He me when I get, out of the police. Come on, get. I don't know where he got it from. <laughs> Oh, those who oh know their God shall be strong. If you are looking for any, any, among, any confident, one of the most confident people I know is Pastor Gabriel. You will never know when he doesn't have or when he has. Anything, if you ever discover where Pastor Gabriel, uh, if you have known Pastor Gabriel, and you ever know the day he doesn't have, I don't think he, you know, maybe he has that today. The one I know, always smiling. Always, you can never know when he doesn't have. He knows who he is and who his father is. He gets to any junction and command people. When there is a traffic jam, and Pastor Gibraltar is with me, I'm always confident that that thing. I will just say, Oh boy, get to the job. He will come down. Give him five minutes, that traffic will disappear. He will get to that junction without Kobuko, without anything, only with voice and eyes. Only with his voice and eyes. And all the traffic demons will begin to flee. At least, maybe he has not he has not command any other demon in my presence, but he has been commanding traffic demon, fear pastor Gabriel. I'm telling you the truth. He will get there. What get past myself and he will get back straight. <laughs> I love him. Like, he's my man when it comes to traffic. <laughs> I go around during the exercise that the roadway blocked. He, he makes me when there seems to be no way for me. <laughs> That's why you never see me go out unless occasionally. It must be there. It must be there. It is time you get to know God that way too. Hallelujah! Somebody, it's time to get to know God that way. So know that no devil can withstand you. Get. Let's get to the job. This is just a side dish we are getting. Number two, the devil is the prince of this world. Or The God of this world. So we've established point number one. That God will not withhold any good thing from you. The second thing I want you to know. That the devil is the prince or the God of this world. What does that mean? So when Adam sinned. In the garden of Ed. Committed high treason. Even though God owns the world. He gave it all unto Adam, just like I have built a house and I engage somebody as a caretaker because I will not be around. So, I, so the caretaker then says, oh, he went to go and give the right and everything to another person. God owns the world, but he entrusted the dominion to Adam. Adam, by obeying the devil, transferred the dominion of this world to the devil. So the devil, you must understand that the devil is the god of this world. That's un- so first know that God will not withhold any good thing from you. The second thing, that know that the devil is the god of this world, is the prince of this world. Look at Luke chapter four verse five to eight. What the devil himself said, and the devil taking him up into an high mountain, showed him unto him all the kingdom of the world. In a moment of time, and the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them. You can see that he's showing him the world, he didn't promise him eternity, he didn't show him heaven that the throne of God is part of it. But he showed him the world, the planet, and all say, All this will I give to you, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me. It was given unto me, he was telling the truth. He is given unto me and the glory of and to whomsoever I will. That's why he lied again. He never says the truth. He never says the truth. So when the devil says the truth, it's always partial truth. He will portray it with life. He said, To whomsoever I will, I give, I give. You know? But he doesn't give you everything. You know what he's saying? That like Adam, hey, I can give it to anybody and just be without it. No, that's not what he meant. But it means that I can bless anybody I want in this world. The devil also gives things to people, just as God is a giver, right? Second Corinthians chapter four, verse four, then says, "In whom the God of this world, see the Bible is in whom the God of this world, the Bible is introducing the devil, in whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not." So he called the devil the God of this world. Hallelujah! Somebody. All right, Osha, please make sure that the other part of the canopy outside is tied so that it doesn't disturb our transcribing, um, our interpretation team. Tie it to the pole properly. John chapter 16, verse 11, then says, Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Of judgment because the prince of this world, so he calls him the God of this world, He calls him the prince of this world. Now, why is that truth important? That truth is important because I want you to know you may want to ask yourself so if God will not give me good things, if God will not withhold any good things from me, how come I'm lacking all that I want? It's the devil that is preventing you from having it. It's the that is preventing you from having the, your desired wife or husband or your desired job, your desired marriage, the prosperity you seek in your business, in your home, is the devil the God of this world that is preventing you from having it. Why? Let me tell you why. If you, you know that if you give something to somebody, the person will use it to fight you. If you give a knife to somebody, you know that the person can want to use the knife to come and fight you. Or if you give this... A gun to somebody to go and kill the thing, but the person can use the gun to come and shoot you or we want to use a gun to shoot you will you give the gun to the person will you give the knife to the person the devil knows that if a Christian is blessed if a Christian has the desired marriage she wants have a desired husband have a desired wife have the desired prosperity in the business everything the christian is happy is going to affect him so the devil's mission in this world is to fight those who are called the children of god so that they can come and bow and worship him that's what he told jesus He said i will give it to you all i need you to do is to worship me is to worship me don't you realize that when christians are in trouble sometimes some will just leave their faith and go and do consultation with even juju men so when some Christians cannot have it anymore they will just say anyone that comes now even if he wants to sleep with me I will allow him to sleep with me so that I can just marry him if he wants to sleep with me so even so she knows it's wrong but it's like I cannot take it anymore I, will, I, cannot, I want to be married at all so now I need to get any husband anyhow I need to get any wife anyhow so whatever he wants or whatever she wants I will give it to him or her you see that is the devil now making you to want to worship him so that you can receive The glory. So the devil's tactics is to frustrate the believer, to cause them to worship him so that they can have the glory of this world. So a child of God must know that God is not your problem, the God of this world is your problem. And because you are in this world, you are trying to prosper in this world so that you can give more offering you can pay more tithe, you can the kingdom of God can, you can build more churches because prosperity in the hand of a believer will ultimately affect the kingdom of God positively when a child of God has a dream marriage she, he, she, he has his dream marriage He is going to raise godly children who in thought will terrorize the kingdom of darkness so you think the devil will just sit by and make everything work out so that you can keep chasing into the dark world, so that you can keep terrorizing him. The devil's fight is against God's children. You can see it in Luke chapter four. Get that understanding that God is not your problem. It's not that God is the one that is making you lack, frustrating your business. Everything keeps going like this. The devil is the one. So stop saying God. Oh why me? God why? No, stand your feet and recognize the real problem. Because for God. Will not withhold any good thing from you. Look at Daniel. Daniel, as Daniel began to fast and pray, the devil knows that this guy, what he's doing right now, he will, he's going to change his level and he's going to affect his kingdom because God is going to know the secrets of what is going to happen. The devil immediately, the Bible said that Daniel. From the day you began to fast and pray, God dispatched you, the angel to bring the thing to you. But the prince of Persia, which is the devil, will tell that angel until Michael came and fought him. Because, it, see, every next breakthrough of your life will mean a next devil you have to contend with. Whenever you receive a breakthrough, it means that a, a particular demon has been defeated. There is no breakthrough that does not come With a price of defeating a, dev- a, a demon Because that breakthrough has always been there for you Is a demon that has been preventing it From manifesting You are a rich person already You are married already You have your children already You have your ginger already But the reason why you are not seeing is that the devil is preventing it from manifesting Not God From the day you prayed about it God has released it even before you were born But now you have to contend with that devil in battle God is not your problem, it's the devil. And that is why the Bible says, Whatever you bind on earth, you must contend with the devil. See, get this reality. Anytime you are talking to God about any challenges of your life, know that it's not God, it's the devil. And that is why Jesus then said, Behold, I give unto you power to. Trampled upon serpent upon scorpion. In other words, I have empowered you with authority. You need to contend with the devil, and it did not stop there. And that authority is the Holy Spirit. The power that God gives to us is the anointing, is the Holy Spirit. On your own, you can't fight the devil. That is why you must pray in tongues, Mom. That is why you must pray because He said, "Behold, I give unto you power. I give unto and he said." do ye in Jerusalem unto you and do with power for one Now He calls the Holy Spirit power. Even though the Holy Spirit has power, the Holy Spirit is a person. is a person. And I'm going to explain that as we talk about the cross. But I need to get something to your spirit. That you cannot deal with the devil by your own power. That's why the Holy Spirit, the Lord empower you with you the Holy Spirit. Tackle that every challenge of your life when you don't know what to do. Pray in tongues. Do you know what you are praying in tongues for? As I'm praying in tongues, I'm engaging this, my spiritual power. I am saying, I know that my, you see, the problem is that most of us always want to tackle the problem of our life with our understanding. There is a limit you can pray about that problem because you don't even know the real demon that is behind it. The spirit helped our infirmity for we know not what to pray for, for how we ought to. So you must learn to engage the Holy Spirit to pray about every challenge of your life. And when you are praying, do you know what happens? The devil will want to stop you from t- praying in tongues because he says, no, this is not your real prayer. This is not this. It's not, because he knows that speaking in tongues means you are engaging the Holy Spirit to battle him. Hallelujah. As I said, da, 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 da. you get to that your place of work in the morning. You say, no, I know that all my wisdom, all my advertisements, all my connection cannot make customer to come right now. Precious Holy Spirit. You know what you are doing? You are engaging the power from an to take over. I'm teaching you something this morning. Is someone, I know somebody's getting something this morning. Number three about Now let's narrow down about finances God will not send money down from heaven God send me money from heaven You are praying the wrong prayer Because God has no money in heaven God has no money in heaven Stop praying about, as though God will send you money down from heaven All the money you ever need is in this earth And if God ever send you money from heaven That will be fake money that would be a counterfeit money. God has no money in heaven. All the money you ever need is on this earth. God has no husband in heaven. Your husband is on this earth. Everything you need is in this earth. He has given us all things to freely to enjoy. Number four, very quickly. Now that you know the devil is the god of this world, number four point there says, the devil influences people and system to frustrate those who worship God. As I've explained that already. Because the God of this world is the devil so what he does is that he, he, you must know that he influences people and one of the things he does is that he influences people not to give to you. He deliberately moves over people's heart. They will be looking at you like this. They will not give to you. He's the devil. He influences the system of this world to frustrate you. That's why sometimes you realize that there are hardly any jobs that want to let you go to church. If you are not careful, you, most of the jobs will not allow you to go to church, will not allow you to serve God. The system of this world is designed to choke God because the devil uses the system and the resources of this world to frustrate children of God. So when it comes to money, remember that the devil deliberately touches the heart of people not to give to you. That's the way he can influence you. He can stop you from getting blessed. He stops customers from coming to your business. He causes your boss not to like you or hate your face or not to promote you. He's the one behind it. Get it right. Always understand that the devil influences system and people to frustrate a child of God. Get that point number four very right. Then... What do you then do we will talk about that number five then also is that you must also know that god blesses those who worship him jesus said to the devil look at the fall and jesus answered and said unto him get thee behind me set up, for it is written, thou shalt worship the lord thy god and him alone thou shalt serve so god also blesses those who worship him now How then do you pray for your finances? How do you pray? Step number one. Name what you need. Step number one. Now, I call it finances. You can call it baby. You can call it husband. You can call it wife. You can call it marriage. You can call it business breakthrough. How you can pray, you can apply the same principles to every other aspect of your life. So the step number one is that name what you need. Name what you need or want. Whosoever shall say unto this. The word this means there are plenty mountains, but he has identified the one he wants to move. Even because the mountains move, all the mountains in the world will move. But that is not what God wants. You cannot move all the mountains of the world because some people are living it already legitimately. But you must identify the mountain you want to move. So the principle that God says is that whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Hallelujah. So you must say you must name what you want or what you need. Father, I need a husband. Father, I need a baby girl. Father, I need a baby boy. Father, I need financial breakthrough. First step, you have to name it. You can't say, Father, I need a baby. Thank God for needing a baby, but you see, that is no, that is not. The right way you must say, Father, I need a baby boy. Do you know when you narrow things down, it actually shows that you are trusting the character and the person of God to give you what you need. It's easier to say, Father, I need a baby than to say, Father, I need a baby girl. Uh, So if you cannot be specific, that means you don't really trust God. You are trying to leave it to chance. Your real faith is, Father. I need in this t- today. I need to make five thousand sales. It's not easier to say, Father. Let sales come today. So if one person then comes and buy, maybe you are the one type selling shoe. You are selling dress. You are selling everything. So somebody then come and buy only thread from you. You have made sales. God has answered your prayer, and that thread the boat cannot even transport you home. Whose fault is it? Because you only said, Father, I need to make sales today. You didn't name what you want. So you must name it. Father, I need a husband that can speak my language. It's not wrong. Leave the rest for God. I need a husband but you know what? Because as a father, if he says he can speak your language, but the one he has prepared for you cannot speak your language, know that the person will learn your language. He may not come speaking your language, but he may come learning your language. It works in a mysterious way, but he will grant you your heart desires. Do you understand what I'm saying? But if I were you, I would not put language first because it's not language that will make good marriage. That's why a lot of us miss it. Do you understand what I'm saying? The next thing is. You have to claim what you need. So, Father, I am claiming 5,000 naira sales today. Father, I am claiming my husband for this year. Father, I claim my health. Father, I claim 5,000 naira now. I claim my finances being met now. The next one is you then rebuke the devil. When you name what you want, you claim what you want. To claim it means whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Mm. Be thou removed. Mm. This mountain, he has named the mountain. Then, what he wants for the mountain is that the mountain should be removed. To name what you want, to claim what you want, is that you are giving description. What you are naming What should happen today What kind of thing do you want to see What kind of result do you want to see Are you with me Let's move very fast Because this is not the main thing for today So you then rebuke the devil Why should you always rebuke the devil Because you know that the one who is keeping it away from you Is not God It's who The devil The God of this world so, anytime you are believing God for something, rebuild the God of this world because that thing is in this earth. Your husband will have to sleep with you to have a baby. You have to sleep with your wife to have a baby. You, the job you need is not in heaven; It's in this world. The husband is in this world. The wife is in this world. The finances is in this world. It's not in heaven. He has freely given us all things to enjoy And if the thing is in this world The devil is the one that is exercising authority over it And for it to leave the devil's domain You have to tell the devil Take your hands off my husband Take your hands off my children Take your hands off my finances Rebuke the devil I say Satan I rebuke you right now Take your hands off my finances Take your hands off my marriage Take your hands off my business right now. You are the one preventing customer from... Co- I rebuke you. Matthew 18, verse 18. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth shall be losing. Never. Let me say this to you. To you, the reason why most prayers do not get answered is because we say, "God, God, please help me. God, please help me. Please don't let this sickness kill me. God, please help me." It's not God that wants to kill you with the sickness. It's the devil. So now you want healing? You tell the devil, "Take your hands off my house. When you ask God, He has given you healing through the cross. You then ask, us, "Father, I claim my healing." For my body right now, cancer, you have no place in my body in the name of Jesus. Now you address the person behind the problem, behind the cancer, behind the tumor, behind the lack, behind the death, behind the joblessness. Say, Satan, I rebuke you now. Take your hands off my career. Take your hands off my business. Take your hands off my career, off my marriage. I know you are the one behind it because God is a giver of good things. I rebuke you now. Take your hands off my finances. That's how to pray. You rebuke the devil. God will never rebuke the devil for you because when Jesus died, he has given all the authority to you. And he has said, Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Go back to that business tomorrow. Stand there and say, Satan, this is my place of business. Now I rebuke every demon preventing people from coming here right now in the name of Jesus. Remember, is the one influencing people not to give to you. Influencing, you are set up barriers on your street so that customers will not come to you. He's the one turning people's attention so that they will pass by and not see you. He's the one making you, he's the one preventing you because he knows that when you get it, you'll be happy. He doesn't want to ever see you happy. That's why the devil is excited when you, when you are worried. Oh, and when you want to add butter to the devil's bread, begin to cry. When you cry, you are adding butter to the devil's bread. Ha uh-huh. ha. He just laughs. I got how well I did that now. Now, now, the worst thing they can then do is that you then turn your eyes away from the devil and begin to look as though God is not seeing you. Then they God, why? God, why will you remember me? God, why me? God, why is this happening to me? Oh, God. He, he likes it when you blame God for your predicament. That's one of the greatest deception the devil can pull on you. He, he will hide. And when he hides... You only see God. God, I have fasted and prayed. <laughs> For twelve last year, I not my miracle. I have been fasting and fasting and fasting. Nothing is changing. Listen to me. Even before you ever start fasting, God has given it to you. It's the devil that is holding it back. And until you bind the devil, you cannot get it. Because what you need is in this. in his jurisdiction. Is the God of this world. He's the prince of this world. And it's only through the name of Jesus he can answer off whatever belongs to you. Remember the Bible says he has come to steal, to kill, and to what? Destroy. He knows it is your joy. But he comes to steal your joy you start the devil. I know Jesus gave me good health on Calvary. I know he died. He became poor so that I, through his poverty, can become rich. Satan, you are the one stealing my finances. You demon stealing my finances. I rebuke you now. Take your hands off my finances. Take your hands off my marriage. Take your hands off my business. When you say that the devil is not happy because and you now see him rise up. It's like I've gone to look for his trouble. He will rise up right now. Because now. He's, and he will try to tell you that I will not go. Tell the devil you are going. You are going because at the mention of the name Jesus. Every knee shall bow. Both things in heaven. Both things on earth. Both things under the earth. And every tongue shall confess. That Jesus is Lord. To the glory of the Father. Hallelujah. Somebody getting blessed. This is one of the greatest sermons you can hear. I tell you. Ha! So you rebuke him. And do you know where we get it wrong when we rebuke the devil? You see? When you ask God for forgiveness, you believe God forgives you. Then when you ask God for healing, you say to yourself, because you cannot feel it, that means you are not healed. Then he said, ah, this one does not know he's right. So he comes to take it. The day you came to Jesus said, Lord Jesus, forgive me my sins. You realize that you don't have a problem with that. And you did not wait until you have a feeling that your sins were forgiven before you believed. How many of you wait until you felt that your sins were forgiven before you believed it? No, how many of you used to wait for feeling when you prayed? The Father, in the name of Jesus, I... Um, I ask that you forgive me for what I did yesterday. Forgive me in the name of Jesus. And you are there. Oh God, I'm not feeling that you are forgiving me. I cannot feel my forgiveness. How many of you always wait to feel forgiveness? But you believe that when you ask God for forgiveness, He forgives you. Then why are you waiting to feel that you are prosperous before you believe that you are prosperous? It's where you get it wrong, that's why you give information. To anytime you are waiting to feel something before you believe God, you are actually giving the devil the permission to steal it from you, even though you have it. Every time you are waiting to feel your healing before you believe you are ill, you are healed, you are actually telling the devil, I don't believe that principle. In we walk by faith, not by sight. That is what is exemplified to forgiveness. The same principle that is applicable to forgiveness is the one that is applicable for healing, is the one that is applicable for finances, is the one that is applicable to anything. You don't wait for feeling because God is a spirit. And they that worship him, they that want to receive from him, was worshiping in spirit and in truth. You must believe that you receive it and you shall have it. So just as you believe that father forgive me, Thank you for forgiving me. And if someone says, but God has not forgiven you. I'm sure someone will no, he has forgiven me. He, me. he forgave me. He forgave me. And you believe it. How come you don't believe it when, when it comes to your finances? How come you don't believe it when it comes to your health? This is why you have been sick all the time and you don't get healing. Because when you pray, the headache is still there the stomach concept is still there the symptoms is still there the rashes is still there and you look at it and say nothing has happened that is a lie of the devil they don't have to you don't have to feel it you don't have to see it but you have to believe it to see it you have to trust God that God has done it then you can see it you are rich already and you walk around as a rich man oh you talk as a rich man you act as a rich man you move around as a rich man. Somebody looks at you, but well, you don't have 50 cobwebs. Say, I am rich. Because just as I believe he forgave me, I also believe he has made me rich. Hallelujah! Somebody! Somebody getting something this morning! Which one? Jesus asked them, which one is easy? To ask that his sins be forgiven or to tell him to rise and be healed? Do you know why we find it easier to ask God for forgiveness and believe that he forgives our sin? It's because there is no other choice. There is no alternative. So people find it easy to trust God for what man cannot do, just like forgiveness of sin. But the moment there is something that man can do about it, people find it difficult to forgive. That's why people find it hard to receive healing because they can buy fensick, they can buy panadol, but the forgiveness of sin, there is no table for forgiveness of sin. There is no tablet for, for forgiveness of sin. So people find it easy to say, God forgive me. Because you know, they cannot go to the doctor and say, Doctor, forgive me. And if God does not forgive them, they know that they are done for. Because there is nowhere to go and buy forgiveness. So you see, that is why our faith level, when it comes to receiving forgiveness of our sin is very high because we cannot buy it in the market there is no other place but when it comes to other things our faith level is low because you can go and borrow money from the bank because you can go to the doctor because you can go and you know on facebook and join the singles club and join this one club so you see you don't trust god wholeheartedly for things you can easily get alternative for that is why we don't receive it so when you begin to approach that thing As though there is no alternative anymore, you begin to get answer. You say to yourself, I know I cannot get husband anywhere. I cannot get wife anywhere. I cannot get this healing from anywhere. When you, those who trust in God shall not be put to shame. Anything you put God, you trust in God 100% for, you always receive it. But when you begin to think of an alternative, it becomes difficult. The principle, that's what Jesus said that. Look at it. It's easier to ask him to be healed. Because if I don't heal him, he can go to the doctor. But to say that, that's why they, to say that, hey, your sins are forgiven. Do you know that that's one of the reasons they killed him? Say, look at this man, he's speaking blasphemy. Why is he saying that your sins are forgiven? But he's trying to say something that the same God that forgives sin with ease is the same God that wants to bless you with ease. Somebody is getting rich from tomorrow. Somebody's finances is changing right now. Hey, the devil does not want you to know this. You speak to your womb, my baby is coming. My baby is coming. You can feel it. Yeah, even if I'm seeing blood, my baby is coming. I live devil. You see, you are only wasting your time. If you like, give me one million miscarriage. God will know with we'll do good thing from me. My baby is coming. If your life break my relationship 100 times, I know you are the one behind it. God is not the one behind it. And now I know my God, I will keep rebuking you. And my miracle will come through. It's very simple. And you go out and say, I don't have any alternative. And you don't wait for feeling We don't feel forgiveness. We believe forgiveness. I don't feel it. I don't have to feel finances. I don't have to feel my healing. I don't have to feel my job. I don't have to feel my business. I don't feel. I just believe and I will have it. 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 And you keep believing. You keep believing. Hallelujah. I've been having pain on my left, right leg for a long time. As I began to understand this truth, on that day, I I, I came into my room. I said, now I know why I have been praying about this pain, and it has not been going. Because, you see, I am following what my senses are saying. That when I prayed, as long as I can feel it, eh, it's still there. Alright? So, I do like this when I feel but So, each time I feel say God has not answered. Because I can still feel the pain. So, I said, no, I don't feel forgiveness. So, now, I went back to God I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you because Jesus died for my sins and he also died for my sickness so this pain in the name of Jesus Satan I command you take your hands off my health take your hand you spirit of infirmity I rebuke you I declare that every pain in my body every pain in my leg is gone right now in the name of Jesus now I receive my healing in the name of Jesus and I began to drop as I was jumping I could feel the pain. I said no now you may be he said when you begin to declare I am healed oh thank you Jesus I am healed You see, you will not know when the thing will leave your body. Just as you cannot tell the moment exactly God wiped your sins away. You don't bother yourself about how God wiped your sins away. Why should you bother about how God will provide for you? You tell him and you leave it there. Have you ever wondered, Lord? Which punch are you going to use? Because I, see, I have committed several abortions. I have slept with so many people. I'm a fornicator, I'm a serial thief, I'm a liar. And oh Lord, so as I'm asking for my forgiveness, which punch are you going to use? Which part are you going to start from? Are you it for my head, or for my body, or my toe? You just say, Father, forgive me, and you leave the rest for Him. So when you ask God for finances, stop thinking about how He's going to do it. Just trust Him and get to the job. Hallelujah. I tell you, before I know it, i woke up on my eyes and put the pain the, you see the sense is subject to the spirits the spirit control whatever you cannot receive in your spirit you cannot have in your body it's a rule whatever you cannot receive in your spirit you cannot have in the physical it's a rule so you receive it in the spirit and you sign it that you believe and believe and believe and believe against every contrary physical evidence that you have received. And always use that time of forgiveness. Anytime I want to remove that doubt, I will say, Lord, no, I don't feel forgiveness. I didn't find it hard to, for, to believe that God has forgiven me. So I'm not going to find it that God has answered this Any Anytime I want to reset my memory, I remind myself about the principle that is behind forgiveness of sin. And I apply that principle to that current situation. And BAM! It works. Is somebody getting blessed this morning? Even if this is the whole thing you get in this service, I think you are blessed already. I think that's one of the benefits of coming to the first service. Now, the so what's the first step? The first step is what? Name what you need or want. want. The second step is what? Claim what you need. The third step is what? Rebuke Rebuke the the devil. Hallelujah. James chapter four verse seven says, "Resist the devil, and he shall flee from you." Matthew chapter eighteen verse eighteen says, "Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven." Luke chapter nine verse forty two says, and, "And Jesus rebuked the unclean spirits, and they came out." Jesus rebuked them, and they came out. Until he rebuked them, they did not come out. Until he told them, every time Jesus cast out, Bible he cast out demons by his word. He cast them out by his word. He casts them out by his word. Go and find out. When it comes to demons, you have to engage your word. You have to cast them out. You have to take authority. And start saying, Lord, well, come and heal me. No, he has healed you already. Tell the devil, get your hands off my brain. And I don't want to have this anymore. Hallelujah. Now, step number four. You then engage the ministering angel. Engage the ministering angel. Engage the ministering angel. Now, one of the things that most of us have not learned to do is to engage angels. Oh, some of you, your angels are so fat, Permit me to use the word, because you don't engage them. 2021, have you ever engaged your angels? No. Most of us don't engage our angels. You can imagine, when you became born again, let me tell you what you don't know. The day you became born again, God does not want you to go around the world because he knows that you are in this physical body looking for everything. So do you know what he did for you, man? God gave you angels. And he says that I want them to answer to do things for you. There is even between... Often people say that God has given us ministry to minister to us. No. It is didn't say to minister to us. He said to minister for us. It is for, not to. Look at it. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits? Hebrews 1 14. Are they not all ministering spirits? Sent forth to minister for them. To minister for them. For them. To answer for them. who shall be heirs of salvation. So the day you gave your life to Jesus. From that day God also gave you these angels. To minister for you. To do things for you. To carry out assignments on your behalf. And whatever those angels cannot achieve. God will replace them. As your spiritual level keeps growing, your angels keep changing. This is what this principle of spiritual development is for. So those who don't develop their prayer life, those who don't develop their fasting life, those who don't develop their knowledge of the Word, they have the initial angel of their newborn baby. Because there is an angel that comes to you when you are a newborn believer. But the angels keep changing... As you keep growing, it is your growth that determines the angels you have. Let me explain this to you. If you are a counsellor of a local government, they may not give you a police, but they may give you a vigilante to guard your house. Because you are not that important yet. When you become the chairman of a local government, they may give you a spy police to, to carry you around when you become maybe the governor of the states they don't give you vigilante anymore they don't give you spy police anymore they give you real policemen they are more often than they are called mobile police and you are not just entitled to mobile police they also give you the DSS the department of state service and sometimes they can even give you the military military Depending on the area that that governor is. Depending on the danger in his area. So those who are, for instance, in the northeast, like Borno State now, you see that the governor of that state does not go along with police. He goes with DSS, he goes with soldiers. Because of the, of the risk in his environment. Now, because his level has grown, so also are his escort. And the, 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 those who have been assigned to minister for him. One of the things on, you don't know about spiritual development is that if you don't grow spiritually, your angels don't change. And when your angels don't change, there are some blessings you can never receive because you cannot stand a vigilante to go and arrest arm robber. So even though you are saying, Oh Lord, I oh, I, uh, my, my security, eh go and attack those armobiles. Yeah, he can try, but is not equipped with the knowledge and the weapon to achieve that task. This is why some people get frustrated in their Christian work because they are believing God for things that are bigger than their angels. They have not grown. They don't have quiet time. They pray for 15 minutes. They don't fast. They don't pray regularly. And yet they want $10 million in one day, they want the best, they want the greatest breakthrough. The angels that is supposed to bring that money to you is only assigned to your five thousand level. So you pray for big money, but you get five thousand because your angels have not gone to deliver such breakthroughs to you. So, this is why a Christian must develop himself. You develop yourself so that. You can take delivery of bigger things in your life. So when you rebuke the devil, the next thing is that you must engage your ministering angels. And from today, every day, I want you to start engaging your ministering angels. Don't care about the level you are. No, just keep developing yourself. When it will change, you don't know. Because God knows when your spiritual level changes. And he also changes your protocol and your angels around your life at that moment. Wow. Is, is somebody with me this morning? No, is somebody getting me this morning? Oh Lord, what kind of angel do I have? Well, I don't know. But all I know is that check your spiritual level. Your angel, I can tell you, the angel of a newborn babe cannot be the same as a, of a matured Christian. They will be different. A governor, details, escort and all those things will always be different from the one of a counselor because of their level of power and level of authority they occupy. So when you do your, when, when you are st- spending time to study your Bible, you are doing yourself a favor because around your life, the more, you see, this book of the Lord should not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate during and night for therein thou shalt make thou, thou, thou not God, thou so the level you are now is not God you are the one that determines your level in life for then thou shalt make thou shalt make God has given that power to you thou shalt make thy ways prosperous and thou shalt have what good success It depends on you. It depends on you. It depends. You determine your success level with God. God, why is she there? Why am I here? Go and check your level of spiritual development. You understand why. The one who spends time with God in the place of the word, the one who prays regularly, will always get more result than the one who watched TV the whole day. Because your angel is just sitting there watching Cartoon Network with you. Now, but let's get back to the basics. Every believer has angels. These angels are assigned to you at the point of salvation. When you became born again. So what should you do? When you rebuke the devil, get your ministering angels. You say, go forth ministering angels and bring my husband to me. Go ministering angels. Bring the money I need to me today. Go ministering angels. Go and bring the money to me do you know why you should get angels just as demons influences people not to give to you just as demons turns away people's eyes angels also influences people to give demons fight against you angels work for you so you must know that in the kingdom of the devil Demons are his messengers to walk against you. In the kingdom of God, angels are your messengers to walk for you. So if the devil can influence somebody from not giving to you, angels can also influence them from giving to you. Somebody said, uh, after Sunday, you know, Sunday, last Sunday when we did the chapel at what night, we began to give, we began to give and one of the brothers said that when he said, oh, Pastor, do you know that a lot happened this week? He said, um, I just saw uh, one of my uh, friends Facebook uh, one, uh, one of my, uh, a senior person I just commented on her status she posted something and I commented it and she called me instantly and said send me your account number send me your. you see angel are uh, ministering angels because he honor the Lord give and it shall be given to you you see there, it's not normal for people to just look and say send me your account number how come the person is not asking you all this while? Because the person will have blessed you, but a demon, Prince of Persia, was turning their eyes so that they will not see you. So you can be so poor, people will be looking at you and not bless you because a demon is blocking their eyes, touching their heart. fight the God of this world, does not want them to bless you. But as you begin to say, go forth ministering angels. Always say it. Because you have angels. Get to the place of your business and say tomorrow, Ministry Angels, you know, I've, I, I know I've not sent you an error, but I need more customers. This month, I need 10 customers. You foul devil that is turning people away from my business, that is not making them to see all my posts, that is not making customers to come, I rebuke you now. Take your hands off my business. Now, go for Ministry Angels. This month, bring 10 customers to me. Bring for 10 customers to me. Go forth, ministry angels. My angels, go forth. Ministering angels, I command you to go forth in the name of Jesus. You always send them forth in the name of Jesus. Always send your angel forth in the name of Jesus. Because they always obey that name. Say, so go forth, ministry angels, and bring my customer to me now. And don't just say, customer, I want 10 customers. I want 10 new clients. I want 10. Now, listen to me. The principle you break is what will break you. For instance, you are praying for 10 customers, but when you add 5, you never tighten it. So right now, I'm saying until if you don't tithe, there are some what we call legitimate demons that only obedience can take them away. So there are some demons that when you bind will not obey you because why you are breaking the law of God. So they are there to fight you because you are a law breaker. So for instance, a Christian who don't fight cannot, who don't tithe cannot rebuke the devil in his finances and he will obey him because that demon is dead legitimately because the Bible says that bring you all tight into my house that there can be meat in your house." and prove me that we, if I will not rebuke so the name of that demon is devourer if I will not rebuke the devourer for your sake so it means now when you say take your hands off my finances before you do that you also have to say father I know I've been stealing I have I've not been faithful so, Lord, I repent from non-faithfulness not with my finances towards you. I know I've been eating the seed. I, know I'm, I don't even have a plan to be faithful in my titan in my offering. Please forgive me, Lord. I repent right now. When you repent, your obedience weaken the devil's hand and hold over your life. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, then I will hear from heaven. The moment you are obedient, then everything you say under obedience to God will work. You cannot continue insane and ask that grace shall abound. Everything I'm talking to you about answers to the principle of obedience. That you are in right standing with God. If you are walking in the disobedience, all this principle you just say that you are applying it. And you are getting frustrated. The more you rebuke them, the more the thing is degenerating. Because why? When your obedience is fulfilled. So your obedience to God has to be fulfilled. For instance, God did not send you to that location you are. You are just there because you thought that that, that is the most available place. When some of you are renting shop, you don't pray about it. But because you feel that oh, this is the most available or easiest place. You don't go for the easiest shop. You don't go for the easiest point. Because location determines destination. Your location matters. Jesus, if he had died in Galilee, nobody would have known him. He had to go to Jerusalem because that was where it was written that he should die. So if Jesus had died in Galilee, he would not have died where? Well because there is a prophecy about his life. Even as to where he should die. So most of you don't know that you're even taking where you are for granted or what you are doing or the location you are is affecting your life because you followed the idea not the spirit of God. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So that was why you saw that Jesus had to travel all the way to Jerusalem. And Joseph, the angel said move now to Egypt. The angel was specific. When God wants you to do a business, you should also ask Him. Where do you want me to do the business? Because location matters. Location matters. Don't say because crowds are there, you are there. You may, if you are in the wrong location, the rain will not fall on you. Rain does not fall everywhere at the same time. As it's raining here, it's not raining in some places. So you may be where it's not raining, and you are asking God to say, but He wants it to rain. In Agege today. It's raining here this morning, but it may not be raining in the U.S. Man, you are praying in the U.S. this morning, but according to God's agenda, rain is not supposed to be falling in the U.S. now. So your prayer gets frustrated because you are in the wrong location. Is somebody with me? Oh, somebody gets it, what I'm saying. So you send forth your ministry angel. Remember, you must be in obedience. Obedience must be complete. So go for ministry angels. And bring them to me. Then the next thing you do is to thank God. And just as you believe God forgives your sin, you believe that it's done. And whenever you remember that thing, you just lift your hand and say, Father, I thank you because it is done. That first day, maybe you may not have the customer. You say, I don't need to, have, they don't need to walk in here before I have them. You begin to plan for your 10 customers. Begin to plan for those 10 customers because that's what you have asked for. Begin to plan for them. Sit down there and plan for it. On Monday, I needed a particular amount of money. On last Sunday, I needed a particular amount of money. You see, before I taught you this, I practiced it. I, I still want to know whether it works. Last Sunday, I came to the service and said, Lord, today, this is the kind of oh, amount of money that must be in the service today. So go for ministry and then cost the money to come. I forgotten about it, but after the service, I had to go back. What was the income of the church? And I learned that God did more than that. On Monday, I needed some amount of money ready for into several six figures. I don't have the money. I stood up by 12 o'clock in the night. My obedience is complete. The devil cannot use anything against me. And I began to pray in tongues. I called for the money. I prayed in tongues, prayed in tongues. Anytime you are finding it difficult to believe, just pray in tongues. Once you're finding it difficult to believe for what you are praying for, what should you do? Pray it in tongues. Pray it in tongues until your doubt and your double-mindedness disappears. Don't stop praying. Anytime I realize I'm asking for something and I'm still doubting whether God has answered that prayer, I switch over to tongues. And I was there all from about 12.30 to around 6 o'clock. I never left that where I was praying. You can see I was just praying in the Spirit. Because there are some times you are believing over something and you could feel it that you know your mind is not in agreement with what you are believing. It's like the thing is so difficult for you to conceive. Just pray it in the spirit. Pray it in the spirit. And by the time it was almost rise to glory, I knew that yes, it was settled. By the next day, by that this I'm talking about this past week, I had all needs met. All of them. Not one was left. Not the last one was just was met before I came to service. All was met. All was met. All was met. All was met. Always oh, it works because God does not lie. Hallelujah. Now, from today, you are walking into a new level of prosperity. Start to your feet, put your hands together for Jesus. Step number one again. Step number one before we begin to pray. Step number one is what? Name what step for how to pray for your finances. Step number one. Name what you need. Step number two. Claim what you need, right. Step number three, rebuke the devil. Step number four, engage what? How many of you are ready to engage your ministry in here for this week? Hallelujah. And step number five, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank Him. And if you are finding out to, to believe, what should you do? Pray in tongues until your faith rises. Pray in tongues until your faith rises. How many of you believe that God is making it happen for you this week? Oh, hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now lift your hand and thank the Lord because he's blessing you today. Oh, glory be to God. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you because we will never be broke again another day in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for financial breakthroughs. Thank you, Lord, because all our needs are met. Thank you, Lord, because all our needs are supplied. Oh, we give you praise, Father. Lift your hands and thank Him this morning. Your business is moving higher. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. we you We give you praise, we give you glory. We give you praise, we give you glory. We give you praise, we give you glory. Blessed be your name, Abba, Father. Thank you, Abba, Father. Glory be to God. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you thanks, Father. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Now remember that before you pray right now, God will not without any good things for his children. For he will not give the thing that belongs to his children to swines. So you must be a child of God to operate in the covenant of God. So I believe God wants to bless somebody financially this morning. God wants to give you what you need or your desire. So you must now come to Jesus. It is time to come to Jesus. So before we close this morning, if you are not yet born again, and you want to become a child of God, you want God to be your father. He's a God to everybody but not a father to everybody. But you want God to be your father. You want God to... Be your father you want to say father I, oh God I want to be your son your daughter so that I can have my ministry angels I want I want to enjoy your provision just place your hand on your chest if you want to give your life to Jesus God bless you I see those hands it's a good time to make that decision it's a step of faith it's a step of faith now with your hand on your chest Maybe you also used to be a Christian, but you've backslidden, you've gone back to the world, and you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. You want to say, Jesus, I'm rededicating my life to you. Just place your hand on your chest. Now say this once after me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for giving me this opportunity to become your son or your daughter, to become your child. Today, so, Dear Heavenly Father, I acknowledge that I am a sinner in need of your forgiveness and the gift of salvation. Today, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you died for my sins. I acknowledge that you you were buried. I acknowledge that as the Son of God, you rose from the grave to give me victory over sin. Dear Lord Jesus, I open the door of my heart to you. Please come into my life and be my Lord and my personal Savior. I confess with my mother that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died for my sins and that you are the Son of God. Wash all my sins away with your precious blood and please write my name in the book of life. Thank you Lord Jesus for saving my soul. Now say with me Satan I rebuke you Take your hands off my life Right now In the name of Jesus From this very day I will live and please God I will live to please God Because Jesus is my Lord And my Savior Thank you Lord Jesus For saving my soul In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I thank you for those who have accepted Jesus into their life as your Lord and Savior. And those who have rededicated their lives to Jesus. I thank you because from today, all things are becoming new. And I thank you because your name is being glorified in their lives. Thank you because these ones are moving from victory to victory. Amen. And their life will never be the same again. Amen. For in Jesus' name. We have prayed. Shout aloud that amen. Now Father, I pray for your people today. As they walk in the reality of your work, I decree that from this week, this one will start experiencing the good things that come from you. From this week, this one will start moving from glory to glory and from grace to grace. From today that they know, ministering angels, as they engage you to go forth, Go with speed to bring forth their desires to them in the name of Jesus. I thank you because these ones are blessed. They are not cursed. Your finances are blessed. They are not cursed. Whatever disobedience has brought a curse on your finances. Whatever disobedience has ushered a devourer into your finances today. By your obedience, I rebuke every devourer in your finances In the name of Jesus. Go forth and prosper. Go forth and prosper. Go forth and prosper. In the name of Jesus. I call it done. In Jesus mighty name. And the believers will shout. Amen. Amen. Put your hand together for Jesus. Hallelujah. We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information. Please stop our website. At www.altc.ng May God bless you.